Lamed Amralev, eight lines down at the two dots, continuing the sugyas of Talmud Torah. Ad heichan chayav adam lelamed es Torah. To what extent uh, does a person have to teach his son Torah? Well, Amar of Yehuda Amar Shmuel, I would circle Shmuel's name, Kagain Zvulun ben Dan. You know what shows the extent to which Torah has to be taught to the next generation? Like Zvulun ben Dan, Shelim Dai Avi Aviv, his grandfather actually taught him. Mikra, Psukim, Mishnayis, Talmud, that's uh, Gemara, Halachais, and Agadais. That is uh, the extent to which one has to um, teach Torah. Really? Meisfei, the Gemara brings a Tanaic source. All of five words seems to indicate otherwise. The Tanaic source says, Limdai Mikra, Ein Melamdai Mishnah. Uh, once he has taught him, ostensibly this is the older generation to the younger generation, once he's taught him Sukkim, he does not have to teach him Mishnah. There's no Chiyuv. So Vama Rava, connector, and Rava says, Mikra, that's referring to Torah. Okay, but not all those other things. So why did Shmuel answer with the case of Zulun ben Dan, who had a whole slew of different things that he taught him? Well, because there was one aspect of the Zulun ben Dan uh, who was taught by his grandfather um, that we wanted to focus on, Kizvulun ben Dan, the like Kizvulun ben Dan, there was another aspect that we don't want to focus on, colon. Kizvulun ben Dan, we want to focus on the case of Zulun ben Dan, because he was taught not only by his father, Shalim Dei Avi Aviv, the father of his father. In other words, the Ad Heichan is asking up to how many generations later or below you do you have the Chiv teachers? Is it just your son or even your grandsons? So we brought the Zvulun Ben Dan case to show that even a grandfather teaching a grandson is a uh, part of the Chiv Talmud Tairat for the next generations. Veloik Zvulun Ben Dan. On the other hand, it's not like the Zvulun Ben Dan case. The Hasam over there, he basically taught him like everything: Mikra, Mishnah, Talmud, Halachas, and Agadis. However, the baseline Chiv is only Mikra Levad Psukim alone. Okay, now is that really true? V'avi Aviv, Mima Chayev is uh, one's grandfather, father's father, Chayev, to teach him Taira. V'hatanya, we have a brisa. This brisa goes for about four and a half lines, and it uh, seems to indicate otherwise. Says the Pasuk, uh, quoting a Pasuk in Zvarim, V'limada temay samas b'neichem. Uh, should teach uh, your sons, which uh, we darshan to mean, I dot underline these three words, velo b'nei b'neichem. That uh, means grand- sons and not grandsons. Really? Okay, well then, umani mekayim, what do I do with the other pasuk of vohidatem levanecha velivnevanecha, I underline velivnevanecha, and thou shalt make known to your sons and your sons' sons. That certainly sounds like grandsons. Uh, no. That's not what you should learn from that phrase. Rather, Lach, that's coming to teach you or to tell you. Any person who teaches his son, that's teaches his son Torah properly. The verse considers it as though as though he taught him and his son and his grandson. The emphasis of that pasuk is teach one's son person should teach their son, and if they should teach their son properly, and if they do that, it's as though they have taught Torah for endless generations. Okay, but we see from there clearly that that's not indicating that a person has to teach his grandson. So who is Shmuel going like? Well, who? Shmuel actually has another Tanaic source, which he would agree with. So the previous Tanaic source, when we just finished quoting, that would not be like Shmuel, but Huda Amar Kiaitana Desanya, the following three-line Tanaic source, 
Uh, same pasuk. However, how do we darshan it in this Tanaic source? So I would only know that a person has a chiyuv to teach his sons, kama b'nei the sons of his sons, in other words, his grandsons, I squiggle underline those three words, b'nei b'nei chaminayim, where we know that from, tamulaymar, the pasuk of, v'hoidatem levanecha v'livnei vanecha, and literally, thou shalt make known to one's sons and one's sons' sons, in other words, grandsons. Well, if you have to teach your grandsons also, imkein ma tamulaymar b'neichem, then what do we learn in the first passage? Why does it say sons? Thou shalt teach your sons, if really it's even grandsons. Well, there, no, the sons there is differently mood. Benechem, your sons, velobnosechem, and not your daughters, which we uh, had the other day. That's the end of the Tanaic source, and that is the Tanaic source that Shmuel will be going like. Amrib Shuban Levi. I underline his name. Any person who teaches his grandson Torah, the verse considers it, Ki'ilu? Kibla Mahar Sinai, as though he received it from Sinai. Who the he is here, whether it's as though the grandson received it from Mahar Sinai, or as though the grandfather, but it's one of them. Shanamar, like the Pasuk says in Dvarim, Perik Dalit Pasuk Tesfahidatem, Livanecha, Livnevanecha. There we go, you're making known to your grandsons. Vesamichle, and right after that in the next Pasuk in Dvarim, Perik Dalad Pasuk Yud, it says, mm-hmm. The day that you stood before the Lord your God at Horeb. In other words, Kabbalah Satira itself. Period. Rebchia Baraba, who I underlined, Ashkache, he once found uh, Rebshua ben Levi. I know Rebshua ben Levi. Rebshua ben Levi was one of the Gedalim. And uh, Rebchia Baraba notices that Rebshua ben Levi deshadi disna aresha. He... Basically, he wasn't. He was like in public, and he wasn't really dressed properly and honorably for a man of his stature. He had like a shmata on his head instead of like a proper uh, turban. And he was in the process of bringing his little one, like his grandson, to uh, literally to the shul. They used to have the chadarim, like the schools in the shul. Amarle. So Rukhia uh, Baraba said to him. My Kulehai, like, you don't really look like your typical honorable position. You just, like, had a, some sort of schmatz on your head instead of a proper turban. Amarle, so says back to Shub and Levi, Me zutter maidichsiv, is it insignificant to you that which is written? The Pasuk of Ahidatim Levanecha, connector Vesamichle, and right after that, the next Pasuk says, Yoyma Shemata Levne Hashem Lekecha Bechayrev. I take that very seriously, and I was in a rush, and uh, more important to get my grandson to Cheder uh, on time than for me to be dressed properly. Okay, Mikan Ve'elach, after he heard this, this is like a, a monumental uh, moment in uh, Rav Chia Baraba's life, Rav Chia Baraba himself, I am not Rav Chia Baraba, lo time umtza, he would not have his morning breakfast meat, ad until he properly went over the uh, psukim with his, uh, with his little one, and uh, even added a pasuk. Rabbi Baruch Huna, who I underlined, Lightime Umtsa, he also would not have his morning breakfast meat, Ad Demaisili Nukalabek Midrash, until he had brought the uh, the little kid, probably his grandson, to the base Midrash. Period. Amrav Safram, Yishum Rabshua ben Hananya, Maitichsiv, how do we understand the Pasuk when it says, we're quite familiar with this Pasuk, it says, Veshinantam Levanecha. Now, to teach, the Pasuk could have said, if it wanted to use the word to teach, vishanitem levanecha, thou shalt teach, y'all shalt teach your sons. Um, it didn't, it used the double nun, I actually double underlined the second nun, so what's the vishinantam levanecha, how do we darshan the second nun? Al tikri vishinantam, 
right? Uh, rather, Elavishilashtem, three times. There's like a three-fold issue going on over here, La'ilam. And that teaches us, La'ilam, Yishaleish, I dot underline Yishaleish, Adam Shnaisev, a person should split into thirds his years, Shlishbamikra, third in Psukim, Shlishbamishna, third focused on Mishnayas, Shlishbamitalmud, and a third in Talmud. Okay, so uh, that's how he should split up his lifetime learning. Well, Miyodea Kamachai asks the Gemara, how long is a person, person doesn't know how long he's going to live, so how does he know, you know when the first third of his life has ended? Clarifies the Gemara, lo, that's not the case, rather, Tzricha Leyumi. Tzricha Leyumi would be, split up your days that way, so let's say in a week you got seven days in the week, six are the days that you do stuff, so two days Mikra, two days Mishnah, two days Talmud. Uh, that's according to the Rashi, um, Tysus prefers split your day itself into thirds, a third in Mikra, a third in Mishnah, a third in Talmud. Tysus brings right at the end, well actually, let's see this Tysus inside. This is sort of like one of the basis of uh, what many yeshivas do. Tysus di Yumi, about halfway down. The Amud, about three lines before the end of it, it says, Rabbeinu tam piresh, she'anu, that which we spend most of our time learning Talmud Bavli, we rely on that which it says in Sanhedrin. Bavel is Belula. In other words, the Talmud Bavli is, uh, com- is, is, is comprised of Mikra and Mishnah and Gemara. The Gemara is Bavel. What we know is the Talmud Bavli, Balul Mikulam, is uh, 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 drenched in all of them. It's got plenty of Psukim, plenty of Mishnayas, and uh, plenty of Talmud. Back in the Gemara, even though it says the word lefikach, I put a big period before the lefikach. Um, lefikach, therefore, as Rashi says, this is a uh, different uh, issue that we're going to discuss right now. That's why Nikru Rishonim Seifrim, the earlier generations, even in the Psukim, uh, the uh, wise Jewish scholars are called Sofrim. Now, Lispor literally means to count. They're called Seifrim Shayu Seifrim. They would Count Kala all the letters in the Torah. They knew exactly how many there were. Shahyu Aimrim, they used to say, uh, some like amazingly uh, uh, insightful and, and clarifying statements that showed how much they mastered uh, Psukim. The Vav of the word Dachain in uh, Vayikra, Perak Yud Aleph, equals Chetzin Shalai Shal Sefer Torah is the half point mark, the 50 yard line between the first half of the Sefer Torah and the second half of the Sefer Torah. As far as words, in um, Vayikra Perik Yud, it has the phrase Darosh Darash, is Chetzin Shal Teves, that's the middle of the words. Uh, half the words are before that, half the words are after that. And uh, the word Vehiskalach, which is uh, in, also in Vayikra, uh, is the middle of the Pesukim. That's the middle Pesukim of the Pesukim. Um, Tehillim, which is the other Sefer that probably the Jewish people are most familiar with, Yekar Semena Chazer Mi Ya'ar, that Ayin of Ya'ar in uh, Tehillim uh, chapter uh, 80, is uh, Ayin de Ya'ar, Chetzan Shel Tehillim, is the middle uh, letter of Sefer Tehillim, Kama Vehu Rachum Yechaper which is uh, Tehillim, uh, chapter 78, Chesev uh, is the middle of the Psukim. Okay, Bo'i Rav Yosef. I put a triangle around this Bo'i three lines later. The fourth word on the line is also a Bo'i. Put a triangle around that. A couple questions that Rav Yosef is going to ask. So, uh, Bo'i Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef asks, when we say the Vav of the word Gachon, which we mentioned, I think about three lines ago, um, is it 
part of the first half of the letters of the Sefer Torah or part of the second half? In other words, which half is it in? Mehai Gisa is on this side or Mehai Gisa? Well, um, Amrule, I guess they said to Rav Yosef, why don't we just nasi Sefer Torah? Why don't we go to the Aaron Kodesh, bring a Sefer Torah, Ve'im Ninhu, and uh, count the letters ourselves and we'll see. Um, Mi lo yamar, we even have a precedent for this, for did not Rabbi Bar Barachana say that they didn't leave there. Hey, my zazu mishamat shevio sefer Torah. No, do they have a precedent of when they needed to? They uh, pulled out a sefer Torah and they uh, counted. Amar lehu says Rav Yosef back to them. Well, they could do that. In who, like the earlier sages, biki bechaseros v'yaseros, they were experts in knowing chaseros and yaseros. In other words, places there should be a letter and there isn't, or places there is a letter and there shouldn't, so they can get to an exact count. Anan, however, us. Lo, Bikiinin, we are not expert enough to know that. And that would make it very difficult to know exactly how many letters you're counting. If sometimes there's letters that should be there, sometimes there's letters that shouldn't be there, do you count them? Do you not count them? In any event, boy, Rav Yosef, another triangle on the boy. Rav Yosef asked uh, along the similar lines, Vihiskalach, Mehaigisa, Mehaigisa. When we said that uh, word in the Pasuk, uh, was the middle of the Psukim, is that, well, is it the first half of the Psukim or the second half of the Psukim? Amalei Abaye. So Abaye pipes up and says, well, listen, we might not know the letters, but psuki miha lesu limnuye. Let us at least bring the Sefer Torah and count the number of psukim. We can do that, right? Uh, no. Bipsuki nami loy bikiinan, we're not experts. And as an example of the fact that there's different traditions of how many psukim there are and where the psukim start and end, Dechiasa, when Rav Acha Bar Ada came from... Uh, Eretz Yisrael, Amar, he reported that uh, he was in Bavel, he reported that but Marova out west in Eretz Yisrael, paski lelahai kralit flasa psuki. Even though we have it as one pasuk, in Eretz Yisrael they have it as three psukim. Uh, you could look shmois perik yotes pasuk tes, vayoymer Hashem amoshi, nean oichi boi lecha bavanan, etc. So some places have it as one pasuk, some places un- uh, understand it as three psukim, which would make it sort of impossible if you don't have a uh, clarity on that to know exactly what the middle pasuk in the Sefer Torah is. Tanur Abanan, the Gemara brings a brisa, goes for a line and a half. Chamesh Salafim, Shmeinamai, Shmeinimu Shmeina, 5,888 psukim, Havu Psuke Sefer Torah. That's how many verses there are in a Sefer Torah, 5,888. Yeser Alav to Shmeina, there's eight additional psukim above that, so I guess 5,000. 896 psukim in Sefer Tehillim, and Chaser Mimenu Divrei Hayamim Shmoina. The Gra wants to read in Daniel and Divrei Hayamim, but if you take either, let's just say Daniel and Divrei Hayamim, it has eight less psukim, so I guess the two of them together would have 5,880 psukim. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Tan Rabbanon, which leads us to another brysa, which goes down uh, seven lines on Talmud Bay. Says this brysa, Tan Rabbanon. Pasuk says, quote, that's the word that's used. Uh, the understanding of that is like shanan is is like sharp. So the words of Torah should be sharp in your mouth. What does that mean? Sharp in your mouth. If somebody asks you something about Torah, don't uh, uh, stutter and and think about it and tell them the Ella rather and more like miyad have an answer immediately. Shenemar, like the Pasuk says, Say unto wisdom, thou art my sister. In other words, you should be as clear in your uh, Torah learning 
as you are that your sister is forbidden to you in a relationship. Ve'oimer, and here's another passage that says, Bind them on your fingers, write them on the 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 board of your heart like clarity. Valimir is another pasuk. It says kechitzim. Uh, they should be like the the arrows biad gibor that a mighty warrior has. Kain bnei So too the uh, talmidav of a person should have that that level of clarity. Valimir uh, another pasuk. Kechitzei gibor shenunim. The arrows of the uh, the mighty man are sharp. That's like the lashon v'shinantam levanech. That is sharp. Ve'oimer another pasuk chitzecha shenunim. They're sharp arrows, and therefore amim tachtecha yiplu. The nations will fall before you. Ve'oimer and another pasuk ashri agever asher milas ashbasay mehem. Fortunate is the man who fills his quiver. That quiver is that which you fill with your arrows. Uh, from them, uh, won't be embarrassed when the enemies speak in the gateway. Okay, that's the end of the Brysa. The Gemara wants to know that last Pasuk. What exactly is that? My es oivim b'shar. Enemies in the gateway. It sounds like they're not always enemies, but they're enemies when they're in the shar. Well, Amrav Baraba, afilu ha'avu b'noi, even a father and son. Or ha'ravu talmidoi, a rabbi and his student. She'oiskin b'tere b'shar echad, that they're, they're steiging away together, going through a sugi, even in the same gateway. Na'asim oivim zelazeh. They should become, they shouldn't agree with everything the other one says. They should be very critical of the other one to, to, to together arrive at a clarity in Torah. They should nasim oivim zeze when they're trying to reach a clarity in Torah. Ve'inam zazim isham, however, they don't leave there. Ad shenasim ahuvim ohavim until they become uh, beloved uh, friends and colleagues uh, and, 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 and with one another. Zeze shenemar, like the Pasuk says, es vahev Basufa. Now, um, don't read that word besufa like in the Yamsuf. I'll take besufa ella besufa. Rather, at the end. In other words, the uh, pasuk over there, which is Bamidbar Chafalif, it says sefer milchamos. The sefer milchamos would be the milchama, which is done over a sefer, in other words, the learning of Torah, esvahev uh, is like the word ahava, there'll be love, besufa besofa, in the end. Tanra Banan, the Gemara brings another brisa that takes us to the fifth of the wider lines. Pasuk says, uh, v'samtem, right, that's the Pasuk, v'samtem, v'samtem, you could read that as sam tam, sam is like uh, samim, like a uh, medication or a drug, tam, that is wholesome. The Torah is a wholesome, is the wholesome uh, remedy, the wholesome medication. Nimshla Torah kesam chayim, the Torah is compared to a uh, medicine that gives life. Mashal Adam, similar, the, the, the way that we are in this world is similar to a person. Shika espinai maka gedoyla. Imagine a father who gives his son a big smack, and, uh, you know, he, he it, it maybe could get infected, uh, or basically he leaves his kid uh, in, a <clears throat> in, in, in a negative type of situation. However, he places a, a retia is some sort of like pressure or a compress on the wound. And the father says to the son, listen, junior, as long as you keep this compress on your wound, 
Echol mashanascha, you can eat whatever you want. Veshasa mashanascha, drink whatever you want. Rechoitz, and you could bathe. Bein bechamen, bein betzayna, and in warm water and cold water. Veena tamisar, you have no concern about your wound getting infected or being problematic. If, however, you're going to get the idea that you want to remove the compress, that wound is going to get all infected and pussy with boils, etc. So, too, Israel said to the Jewish people, Banai, my sons, Barati I created the Yitzhahara, Ubarati Loi, Tyra as a tavlin. I created for it, for this Yetzirah, the Tyra as a tavlin. Now, a tavlin, a double underlined tavlin, is a spice. Spice doesn't totally cover up the Yetzirah. What it does is it takes it and it spices it in such a way that it can be used positively. Therefore, im, I squiggle underline the word im, imatem, oiskim beter, if you Jewish people are engrossed in Tyra learning, then you will not be given over to the Yitzhahara. Shanamar, like the Pasuk indicates, when it says, Halayim Tetiv, says, if you do the right thing, you'll be lifted up. Kama, ve'im, I squiggle underline the word ve'im, ve'im, if you do not engross yourselves in Torah learning, then you will be given over to the Yitzhahara. Shanamar, like the Pasuk there continues in, Gracious Parakdalid, Le Pesach Chatas Rivates. By the doorway does sin croucheth. Not only that, Ella Shekol Masau Umatanoi Bach. The entirety of the focus of the Yetzahara will be on this person to try to get them to do a Veirish Nemar. Like the Pasuk itself says there, are two more words from the Pasuk, Ve'elecha Teshuka, and unto you shall be his desire, or his, his will, and Ve'imata Roitze, if you want, however, and your Osek Betaira, Ata Maishelboi, you could rule over the Yitzhar Shnemar, Ve'ata, three words in quotation marks, Ve'ata Chimshelboi, thou, you can rule over him. That's the end of the Brisa, Tan which leads us to another Brisa. This one is just over a line. Kashi Yitzhar, the Yitzhar is very challenging and difficult. Shafilu Yitzray, even his creator who created the Yitzhar Hashem, even Hashem Kare referred to him as Ra. Shnemar, like the Pasuk says, also in, uh, I think it's maybe Parshas Nayach, Ki Yitzhar Leif Adam, Ra, Minu Ra, the Yitzhar of the heart of a man is Ra from his youth. That's the end of the Brisa. Amrab Yitzhak, Yitzray Shaladam, Mishadish Labachol Yoim, a person's Yitzhar is new upon him. Every day, like if you got the better of your Yetzir one day, it doesn't mean the next day you could just uh, rest in your laurel. Shanemar, like the Pasuk says, Rak Ra Kol Hayoim. What's this Kol Hayoim? It's an extra phrase to teach us that all the hours of the day, the Ra is Mishadesh. Ve'amar and says, this might be Rav Shimon ben Lakish, Rav Shimon ben Levi, but whoever the uh, Rav Shimon ben Levi says, Yitzvah Shaladam is Gabrala B'chol Yom, a person's Yetzer is stronger. The previous uh, uh, memory was Mitzchadesh. This is Mitzgaber Alav B'chol Yom, Umevakesh Hamitoi, and essentially wants the person to die or to not live a eternal life. That's the purpose of the Eight Sahara. And, and us fighting it is that which gives us the scar to be able to have uh, eternal life. Shanamar, like the Pasuk says in Tilim, Saifa Rashalat Sadik, the wicked one, looks out uh, at the righteous, Umevakesh Lahamitoy, and ultimately wants the righteous to die. If not for the fact that the Lord Himself uh, helps a human being, Ain Yachalai, the human being would not be able to get the better of the Eight Sahara. Shanamar, like the Pasuk says, Eloikim, Hashem 
Lo will not leave you in the hands of the Russia, of the uh, Yetzirah. Period. The following uh, Tanaic source, which goes for just over three lines till the two dots. Bini, my son, impagabach If this disgustrous one meets up with you, in other words, if you have a challenge with the Eight Sahara, what should you do? Medrish. Drag him to the base Medrish. Im Evan, who, if the Eight Sahara is presenting himself as a, like as stubborn as a rock, uh, Evan, as tough as a rock is, how stubborn, the Nimuach, the learning of the Torah in the base Medrish, will uh, cause him to melt or dissolve. Im Barzel, who, and if the Eight Sahara is presenting as Barzel, Mitpot states, uh, It'll be shattered. Shanamar, the Pasuk says, um, Hello, this is regarding if the Yetzahara, um appears as Barzel. Hello, Kodivarai. Behold, are my words, Ka'esh, like fire, which is uh, basically referring to the Torah. Ne'um Hashem, saith the Lord, Ukepatish Yefusas Salah, and like the, the hammer that is smashed to smithereens by a the toughness of a of a very hard rock that's in barzel who if the age is like barzel mit both states it will shatter and the first thing that we said is if the age represents as an evan vim evan who nimuach it will uh, melt or dissolve shenemar like the pasuk says hoi called sama behold anyone who is thirsty those who are thirsty for real thirst in other words for tyra lechulamayim go to water which is nimshal the tyra and like the pasuk says avanim Stones, Shachakumayim, will be uh, worn down by water. Okay, we did have a list of six things that a father has to do, or five things and maybe a sixth uh, for his son. Uh, the next on the list, we put a diamond around this, is Lahasio Ishai to marry him a woman, get him a wife. Minalan, where do we know that from? Well, Hasuk says, Kechu Nashim, take wives, Vahilidu Banim Ubanois, and give birth to sons and daughters. Ukechu Livenechem Nashim, and take for your sons. Wives. Okay, there you go. That's how you know that a father has to marry his son off to a woman. And y'all's daughters, give to men. Okay, now, all is fine as far as what you're told to do with your son. You have essentially often the ability to do uh, that. Um, okay, um, like in general... Um, it's the boy who takes the initiative to search out after the girl, so it's much easier to understand how a father would help with that. Ella Bitai, when it comes to a person's daughter, he the daughter is the, the much more passive one in meeting uh, you know the opposite gender to become husband and wife. So what's the father supposed to do with his daughter? Well, Hakikamar, this this is what the Basuk means. Hakikamar Lahu. Nitan la midi give your daughter the the ability or the means to attract a man who would want uh, to be your husband, velavshe, and have her wear nice clothes and echasye, kihechi, so that inchi, so that other men will literally jump at the opportunity to uh, take her as a wife. The next in the list that a father has responsibility to do for his son is the lambda yumanis to teach the son a profession. Minalan, where do you know that from? Well, amar chizkid amar kra. The pasuk says in Tehillim, rei chayim im isha. Uh, Asherah Havta. Uh, thou shalt see a Chaim. Now, Chaim is life, but we'll call it a profession or a, a means to support, which gives a person the ability to live with a Isha Asherah Havta. Now, is this Isha to be taken literally or not? Either way you look at it, A or B. A, Im Isha means Mamashi, like 
talking about a woman, then you have a comparison. Just like a father has a responsibility to make sure that his son gets married off to a woman, so too does he have a responsibility to teach his son a profession. B. Im Torahi, if we're going to say that the term Isha is referring to Torah, Kashem Shechayv Lamdai Torah, just like a father's responsible to teach his son Torah, Kachayev Lamdai Umanai, so too does he have the responsibility to teach his son a profession. Either way you look at it, father has responsibility to teach the son a profession. Vyeshayim, there was a, another opinion that said off, and we had put the last diamond on Lashitai Benar to give the kid the ability to swim. My time, and what's the reason for that? Well, simply, Chiyusei, uh, who? It's his way of life. I guess it was common that people have to take boat journeys. It was common the boats would sink or a person would have to swim. And it's basically given the kid the ability to uh, have a normal uh, upbringing that gives him the ability to survive life's uh, typical challenges. Rabbi Yehuda piped in at the end and said that if a person doesn't teach his son a umanu to craft, he's teaching the kid to uh, steal, to be abandoned. Now, we ask like we did over there, listus architects, really to be abandoned? It's not like he's literally putting the gun in the kid's hand and telling him to hold up the old lady. It's without... A father giving the son a a, a craft or a, a, a type of skill, um, he's not giving him any choice really other than to have to possibly turn to crime. My benayu, what's the difference between the Tanakh and Rabbi Yehuda? Well, Ika benayu, de agmare iska. An old Jewish tradition of uh, being a businessman. Now, we're not talking about being a shoemaker or being a laundry man, or any sort of specific prof- uh, profession, we're talking about the general business. How about if a father teaches his son um, business smarts? Is that going to be sufficient or not? According to Rabbi Yehuda, it wouldn't work. You'd have to teach him like, to be a doctor or to be a uh, shoemaker, because um, many times there's no business available. But um, according to the Tanakhama, that would be fine. The mission said, It said, we spent a lot of time last two daf on So, my What exactly is that? So, if you want to translate it literally, which is kol mitzvah, all mitzvahs, that a parent has the to do for their child. Really? But the mission said that in this thing, women are chayav, which would mean mothers are chayav. We just got finished with two days of that it's the father's chiyuv for the kids. It's, uh, the Bryce says, ha'av, underline the word av, chayav bivnoi, uh, has responsibility, lemoilai, for the brismila of daisai, which is a very simple diuk that we can make from that. Aviv in a father, yes, imoi lo. Amar of Yehuda, hachikamar. This is a way to understand the mission. This is a very similar discussion that we had two days ago. Um, what does it mean? Kol mitzvah ha'av ala ben. What it means is like this. Kol mitzvah ha'av, all commandments of the father, that are incumbent upon them, that are the responsibility of the son, to do for his parent. Oh, in other words, things that a child has to do for their parent. Both men and women are chayavin. Our mission was taught along the lines of that which is brought out in the following b'risa. The b'risa goes for almost two lines. Again, that pasuk says, Ish imoi va'aviv tira'u. Ish. Ish literally means man. So, only Ella Isha would only know a man has a responsibility. Isha mean I, and how do you know a, a, a woman has a responsibility to uh, fear her, her parents? Well, Kashu Oimer, when it says at the end, 
uh, of the Pasuk, at the end of the phrase, they shall fear, there's two, it's referring to uh, man and woman. If it's referring to man and woman, then why did the phrase start out, man, if it means man and woman? Well, because there's a big difference. Ish, a man, throughout his entire life, he has the ability to fear his parents because he's essentially an independent entity. Even if he has a wife, he's the independent entity who leads that relationship. However, Isha, if you have a woman, you don't always have the ability of that woman to do what, what she wants. Um, she doesn't always have that ability to do what she needs to do to uh, fear on her parents. Because when she gets married, she basically has her husband that uh, could overrule certain things that she might want to do. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Amaravedi Baravan Amarav Nizgarsha which then it would be uh, followed from there, that if a woman who had been married gets divorced, however, and now she's single again, Shneam Shavin, both her and her brothers are equal in their relationship they should have to their parents. Tanurabana, the Gemara brings a brisa, goes for almost four lines and equates the relationship that we have be with our mother and father to the relationship with the Rabbanu Shleilam. Uh, we know we have a mother and father, we know we have Rabbanu Shleilam. The Psukim themselves are actually very similar in the relationship we should have with our parents, and the relationship with that with Hashem. So Ne'emar, I put a triangle on this term Ne'emar. One line later, I put a triangle around that Ne'emar, and another triangle on the Ne'emar on the next line. So here we go. Ne'emar, it says in the Torah, Kabedes avicha v'esimecha, v'ne'emar, a very similar phrase, Kabedes Hashem, ne'hoinecha, thou shall honor Hashem from your wealth. What do we see? A similar phrase by parents and a similar phrase by Hashem. Hishva, I squiggle under the word Hishva, Hishva, kas of kibud aim, the Pasuk compares or equates the honoring of one's parents to the honoring of Hashem. Ne'emar. Put a triangle around this Ne'emar. It says in the, in the Pesukim, uh, people should fear their parents. The Ne'emar, another similar phrase, but by Hashem, it says, Hashem, Hashem you should fear, and serve him. Hishvai, squiggle on the word Hishvai, Hishvai, cause of Mayra'as Aveim, the fear of one's father and mother, Le Mayra'as Amakim, to the fear of Hashem. Ne'emar, I put a triangle around this word, Ne'emar, Mikalalavivimai, Maisumas, one who curses their father and mother shall surely die. And Ne'emar, and it says also by Hashem, Ish, Ish, any person, Ki Yikalalalaikav, who curses his Lord Hashem, Vinasachatai, he shall bear his sin. Which, once again, Hishvai, squiggle on the word Hishvai, we see a comparison by the Kasav, by the Psukim, Birchasavim, the Birchasamakim, cursing of one's father and mother to cursing of Hashem. Now, that's as far as those issues are concerned. Naval, can you hit a father? Yes, a child can hit a father, a child can hit a mother. Can one hit, so to speak, physically Hashem? Of course not. Aval behakaa, as far as hitting, vandai yefshar. Semicolon. Bechain bedin, the Brisa concludes that actually it makes sense that it should be a similar relationship one has with one's parents. And Hashem, sheshloshdan shutvin boy, because the three, Hashem, a person's mother and a person's father are all partners in his creation. Um, the physical and the spiritual DNA that a person gets <clears throat> uh, come from his mother, his father, and the Rabbanu Shalalim. That's the end of the Brisa. Tan Rabbanu, which leads us to another Brisa for about a line and a half. Shleisha Shutvin Hain Badim. There's three partners that make a human being. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Aviv Ve'imai. The Lord, his father and mother. Kam Bizman Shadam Echabedah Ve'imai. When a person honors their father and mother, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem, so to speak, looks down and says, Oh, 
Mala ani aleim, I consider it keilu darti beneim, as though I was dwelling amongst them. Duni, and he has honored me. So it's, it's an amazing thing. Honoring one's parents is actually uh, tantamount to honoring none other than the Rabbeinu Shalalem. Tanya, we have another Raisa, which takes us till the fifth line on Lamed Aleph. Rebbe Oimer, Galui Viyadu, it's revealed, and only if name before the one who said, let there be the universe. In other words, Hashem. Sheben Mechabed Es Ima In general, a child will honor their mother more than their father. Their mother gives them a lot more love in general, and therefore it would just make more sense to honor them. She, she, she wins him over. She's very soft. She seduces the children. Uh, and the fika, that's why, interestingly enough, in the Torah, the Lord precedes kibud, the honor that one should show to their of their father, the kibudim. In other words, it's natural to honor a mother more so. The kibud for both of them is mentioned, but it's the av that comes first. Also, Kama Vigalui Viadua, it's revealed in only Fnei Mishama Rahaya Oilam, Shaben Meziare Me'avav Yosem Imai, that the nature of a typical child is that they will fear their father more than their mother. Why? Milam Interesting. Not because he pulls out the belt or he's got uh, a, 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 a tough attitude towards life, but rather because he's the one who teaches him Torah and that relationship that a child has with the parent that teaches him Torah is, is one more of Yira, Lefikach. Therefore, Hiktim HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ha'av. And that's why when it comes to fear, the parent that's mentioned first is the mother, because a, a tendency is to fear the father. It says Ish, Imoi, first his mother, and then Aviv Tiro. So uh, in each case, the, the parent that is the least likely or the less likely to be either honored or feared is the one that's mentioned first. Tani, Tana, Kamei, of Nachman. We have a little Bryce that was taught in the presence of Rav Nachman. goes for about two and a half lines, and with this we will conclude. Bizman, When a person causes pain and anguish to his father and mother, Oi, Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu. Yofa, see, see, it's a good thing that I did shaloi darti b'neim, that I didn't dwell amongst them. She'el mali darti b'neim, if I had, tziaruni, they would be paining not only their mother and father, but also me. Adkan.